I sent it to him before, and I think I said, "Oh, if, I see what you're saying." I think I said, "If we were oh, hiking, yeah, you're right. I did. I think I, I said, if we were hiking this morning, this is what we'd be talking about." Yeah, yeah, you're. And right. it was just a, you know, here's what I was thinking this morning when I got up or whatever. <laughs> That's I love it that your brain works like that. I can't turn it off. I think it's awesome. I really do. I wish <laughs> I wish I had more complex thoughts than that. So does like, your start with that? I'm sleepy. I'm gonna take a nap. Is that your notes? Where does it start? Uh, what? <laughs> is that how this conversation starts? Is that what's on yeah. your notes? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Basically, oh. there's two questions, and there's kind of a third one in there. Um, but yeah, basically, we start with Heifetz Grass Show. I don't know how to say his last name. And Linsky, uh, in the practice of adaptive leadership, the question that they ask is. At what level in your organization do people begin to feel and act as if they are valued more for their judgment than for their technical expertise? And it's, it's been one of those things that I've been asking people in our department. What, what do you think of this? Where, where do you think that breakover is? And it's not where we only value you for your judgment and not technical. It, it's, it's not a one or the other. It's that 51% judgment 49 percent technical expertise it could be as close as that but right. it's, it is a more so at what level in the fire service do you think the organization starts to value judgment from that person more than technical, technical expertise and this is uh, I just don't know if it's at a level I, I would if I was going to be very generic about it, I would give it a level. And for my experience, I'd see between captain is technical, battalion chief becomes more judgment-based. Okay. But it's also individual because I have individual battalion chiefs that sure. I do not trust their judgment or their technical ability. No, but, same thing with captains. But if you were, if you were saying that the rank. Yeah, I mean, that's what why I said being rank, very, very general. Yeah, what, what we expect out of a rank, because you're going to have captains that, that – have great judgment right. you're going to have driver or engineers that have great right. judgment but as far as what what we expect and what the organization should hold you accountable for kind of you know what i mean i think what's what's throwing me off on the level piece is I've, i'm getting it down to a call right okay. and that this this and let's say it's a technical call like it's a hazmat or a technical rescue or high angle whatever and i'm looking at someone who has a lot of technical expertise and we are asking them what their judgment is on how we deal with this particular incident right it didn't really i don't know if the level piece got there for me i'm like i'm on this scene it's a very technical scene i'm looking at this technical expert who also has experience at what i have experienced good judgment which is another piece to that because you could be technically you know, uh, experienced and high level and still have some bad judgment. Right. right. Um, so I don't know. I, I think I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm dissecting the, the original question too much. I think you're filtering it through your own personal look at it as well versus like the look at it as like you're saying general for the department. Now if I'm Bill, who's a deputy chief and, and we're looking the department as the fire chief is looking at Bill to make decisions for the organization in a particular area, is he looking for his judgment or his expertise, or is he looking for some blended version? 
Well, and I mean, I, I still have technical expertise. It's not. It's pretty high level too, by the but way. But it's not, it's not, I don't know how to, I don't know how to pump one of our engines now. Oh, I, I did. you could figure it out. Well, but I, I mean, I did at one point. I had that, but I don't have it anymore. But I've got expertise in other non firefighting smoke. But you have a there. general knowledge of it. So it's enough sure. that it you could see, away. you yeah. could see judgment wise where you'd be like, uh, that's probably not the best way to do that. Right. It's probably not good to throttle it up before you put the water in it, you know, kind of thing. So right. your, your judgment would lean further on one side, right? But you still have yes. enough expertise to see if somebody else is doing it right. Yes. Yeah. I think so. But I, I kind of agree with you, Hatch. I, I think battalion chief is kind of where we in the organization look to say, where we, we expect you yeah. to have really good judgment here, you know? Yeah. Now we're starting to put a little context to the. That's not to say again, that captains can't have great judgment and, and be valued for right. their judgment. Right. But it's, but at that level in the organization, when you're fixed in that level in the organization, we I'll, are looking I'll put it at a different judgment. way. If you're a battalion chief and you don't have good judgment, you're kind of a disappointment. <laughs> You might not be there long, <laughs> well, I, you know, but you're, you're, you're not living up to what we expected, you know? And I, I do point. think the captains really are that technical expertise because they still have to master those things on scene. And I, I say this all the time and I don't know if people agree with me or not, but fire scenes will run fine without a battalion chief on yeah. the technical side, because the technical aspects of it, the captains and the crews know the battalion chief is not there because there's some technical no. piece that, that has to, the battalion chiefs are there as a coordination. I was right. going to say coordination and judgment. Right. And in our department where we insert a battalion chief into a, a certain kind of call is not about really about the call. It's more about how many pieces of apparatus and people are going to be responding to this and how does it need to be coordinated and it's back and, to a coordination piece? Yeah, exactly. And now, a communication link to it. Yeah. yeah. Right. But there's still there there are those calls that I've never seen this before as a captain. And yeah, maybe the battalion chief has some experience and it's we're not saying you know what you've made me think the good judgment might be listening to the captain on based on their absolutely. technical experience. Yeah. As it's a, not you trumping them. 100%, as, a, yeah. Yeah. as a battalion chief, I I I was not a hazmat tech, but I would command hazmat scenes and listen to the hazmat techs. Right. And using your judgment, their exactly. analysis had to make sense to you. Exactly. You know. Uh, but we also I think it needs to be said that our departments that we're talking about mine and the two that you guys came from and used to be at uh, are similar. Yes. So similar in scope. Some places, the Absolutely. the captain is actually going to be more like a battalion Thank chief you. Yo, or right. a yeah. lieutenant. So it's not specific, but it's it's let's let's put it less of a, as a role, but maybe as the duties. Yeah, when you're having to come in and command a scene okay. and be in charge of it, that's where we're looking for the judgment part. Right? Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I, I, think, I would yeah. I would suggest anybody in any department needs to ask this question of their department. You know, at what point in our organization do we look to people more for judgment? Right. You know, because if you're looking for it, then how are we building that judgment? How are we? I was going to say, what's the foundation (laughs) of what judgment is? Right. Is it the 
gut? I is think it it's intuition. So I did a lot of reading on this before we, and you know, the listeners, at least one of us did. The listeners, <laughs> I didn't know what he was going to talk about. Well, and that's the thing: is the listeners need to know. We this one we've truly just kind of thrown up there, and it's we we didn't have any kind of plan. But I did. Those do, are my favorite. I did do reading, trying to come up with a plan, right. and I googled everything I could think of about judgment. And there's there's a lot written, but it's not really this. It's not you know how do you arrive at judgment? How do you hone judgment? Uh, you know. And I, I think, Shane, what you said years ago with, with the Hal Moore thing, you know, and he's talking about gut instinct and how you build instinct. But here, I think that's really what we're talking about is judgment. Um, and the reason that I say that is kind of the second question to this question, which is if technical expertise is about what you know, then is judgment more about being able to make a decision with what you don't know. I have wanna, such what, a hard time hold, with that. Hold on with this one, because I just, I got to do this. I got to do this for, for Babel anyway. Judgment, definition. You're going to get all kinds. The Yeah, I'm just going to go with the first okay. one that popped up, because it, it's kind of interesting. The ability to make considered decisions or come to a underlined, sensible conclusion. Right. But I mean, if, so, so like, Take this as an example, math. And I'm not talking about complicated math. I'm just talking about basic. Two plus two <laughs> equals four. Those are my favorite. Is there any judgment applied in doing two plus two equals four? I would say no. Because it's all known. Right. But if you get into the more complicated math where there's unknowns and you had to make judgments about things, <laughs> is it really more about being able to make that decision Factoring in what you don't know. Man, that is a really solid argument right there because I was so against this until you just said that. <laughs> and I was like, dang, that's a great point. But at the same time, that right there, if you continue down the math, the complicated right. math problem, yeah, because there's some unknowns that you're trying to figure out in this, right. there's still some technical expertise Absolutely. that is required to We're travel not through away. the... We're not throwing it right. away. So I don't know that I could uncouple it Mm, that's a great one or the other. So you're filtering the unknowns through your known, exactly your you, technical expertise. Right, through your technical so if you don't have the technical expertise, expertise, sorry, uh, it's really hard to have good judgment. Good ju- right, and Absolutely. come out with a that's good a, answer. So, so or the right answer. So how about wait? We're getting way this? too close to having some right answers here. This is <laughs> this is not us. This is not what we do. I was just going to so, ask, what's the question again? I think you're talking about experience. <laughs> yeah, and if your experience is based on what you have what you know because of what you have experienced, what part of your experience is acknowledging what you don't know, what you haven't encountered? You see what I'm saying? When we talk about experience, we think about what we have experienced. But how often do we bunch in with that how much we don't know? And I, I, I was using the, the example right before we started this about climbing a mountain. Let's say it's Everest, and I think there's like six or seven routes up Everest. You've done three. I've climbed Mount Everest three times. As far as experience goes, most people are going to say, you're experienced. Right. But in reality, I haven't been up four of those routes. But I'm going to push back on that because the education piece, what you read, what you know, what you learn, uh, plays into your experience. 
and hear me out okay. because learning that or reading what about someone else's journey, right. you start to create slide decks in your head. Yeah. Sure. So, well, you can't, just because you haven't necessarily but walk those that, steps, I agree with you what you're saying. But general... how more? What how more said about gut instinct was? It was a. Uh, I and I've got to write that down. Yeah, I had to write it down because I I we never can get it right. Them. Yep. Uh, he said your your instinct is built on your reading, your education, your personality, and your experience. And I think in that instance, what you're talking about is what he says is reading. And that's different than experience. And education. Correct, correct. But what you're talking about on on learning from other people is a piece of instinct, but it's not necessarily the experience piece. No. I, well, because even how more is not giving one weight over the other. He may have that we will never oh, I know think that. He, I think he was waiting reading first. That's well, my personal. Well, that's just because <laughs> of the way you like to read bullet points. But... We don't know how he waited. Right. So at this point, we just have to assume it's an equal combination. Right. Okay. It'd be interesting, though, if that was true or not, if it was an equal combination. Combination. So would you say, back to judgment, and this is what hit me as I was as I was mulling this over, and I literally was about to climb into bed and had to get back. I had to go back to my phone. <laughs> what a visual. And write this down before I forgot it. Is judgment... Should we say that technical expertise is knowing how to do things and judgment is knowing when to do things? I think that's easy to say, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty I mean, good. I think that to me makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Judgment is knowing when. But going back to judgment, because I really like this conversation and about what develops judgment. If we're saying that judgment is some level of intuition and gut, right? where does personality come in? And can you develop that, or is that a woven piece? That's an interesting question. And, and if it takes up, how many pieces were there to intuition? Again, four or five? Four. Four. Okay. So if each one is worth 25%, and one you may or may not be able to control at all. Right. You just, it is what it is. Which is one. Hmm? Which is what? Which one? Can you personality. personality. You can't control your personality. I, I don't know. Well, that's, I that's think some question. people can, but it might not be your personality. To can you change yours? your personality? You know, if I'm not an outgoing person, can I make myself into an outgoing person? I think you person? can perform to some level and right. adjust the percentage of it, but I don't right. know that you can give it the full. Or let's put it a different way. If I'm not naturally curious. Ooh, don't like to pick at the cracks. Right. So if I'm not naturally curious, can I become curious? Can I make myself curious? I don't, not, not fully. Can you have good instinct with only 75% of those things? That's, that's where I'm going. Yeah. Can you have, I think you probably could have decent judgment, right? Yeah. Let's, I guess where I always go with this, what if you had good judgment, like really good judgment, but you're such an asshole, nobody wants to hear it. Oh, that's not where I was going. Hatch raised his hand, but that's not where I was going. But my, that, I, I, we come across people in our lives where you, you kind of see what they do, and because we've gotten to know them, we can get past that, that piece. Right. But what if you don't know them and you can't get past that piece and you've missed this good judgment? Yeah, the personality turns you totally off from the whole rest up. of the, the 25%. Over the 75 down. down. Yeah, right. that's a good point. And I think that happens quite a bit. I mean, we've met people like this. Yeah, I, th- I think it does happen uh, quite a bit. Yeah. 
It's about that communication, <laughs> the delivery. I like too that y'all keep going back to how more like that's the that's the benchmark for the gut. Like, I, was he using judgment? Could he be wrong about any of this? No, <laughs> but I, I, what I think how more is such a great example because he was he was a soldier's soldier. He was the first boots on the ground in the Yadrang Valley. He was the last boots to get back on the helicopter when they de-asked the area before they came back in in the next days after that. But, I mean, he was that guy. He was standing in the middle of all of it. Right. And bullets he had, whizzing. He had a good way to communicate. Right. Also. Like like his book, in my opinion, it's, it should be like required reading as an yeah. officer. Like it, it nearly How more on leadership is what step. he's talking about. Well, and that's the other part I was yeah. going to say. Is it, or has it? Is it the first time that you've run across an explanation for it that, that makes, you, sense, that, that that makes like. sense right yeah. that you right. like but that he, i could uh, relate he to. is that guy who people would look at and go oh i want to be like that and then he talks about instinct and his his thing is this isn't something that i was blessed with it wasn't something that i just felt we should do you know um he's saying he developed it it's yeah and it's it was a purposeful thing that he built over years mm. so that when he ended up in that situation in the Yadrang Valley, right, he was able to deliver for the men that he was commanding, you know? And he wanted to pass that information on. Like he right. knew this would be beneficial to others. But what yeah. if his personality had not been that? Yeah. Well, but the personality piece, and this is, I'm just now realizing this, the personality piece, and Colin Powell says this, um, but, you know, if you're not good, I think he used the word pastor. He said, if you weren't good with being a pastor to people around you, then you needed to have somebody close to you on your team that did that thing. Meaning mm. serve, protect. And, well, and no. so Hal Moore had, and I can't remember his name, yeah. but it's, yeah. the, it's the Sam yeah. Elliott character. He's got that guy with him. And he's got, you know, he's built this team of, Whatever I'm not necessarily good at, maybe with personality, here are the people that that bridge the gap. Yeah, for me. I right. don't know, but I do. I do like the Hal Moore thing because I think he is he's that guy that he is just. Well, I was just thinking is it, I wonder if there's anything else out there, you know, other than that that, that sure. we just haven't run across yet, you um, know. Uh, that absolutely not. We know everything, <laughs> right? But I mean, <laughs> and I agree with it. I like it a lot. But we we do bring it up right. a, qu quite a bit. Well, and I'm just curious if anybody else has run across another explanation of it of building right. your gut, your instincts, or something something like that. Because I think it is a very important part, especially for your judgment. How do you how do you develop that? Right. So, so Adam Grant said about uh, about judgment. He says the curse of knowledge is that it closes our minds to what we don't know. Good judgment depends on having the skill and the will to open our minds. Yeah. And I think that's what uh, Hal Moore's kind of talking yeah, about. Yeah, I think that's Is that from Think Again? Yeah. 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 I think I think a lot of times we should enter into every situation considering what I don't know about this situation. So again, I'm back to is judgment about what you don't know. I think it's about considering what you don't know at the minimum. Okay. And that there is more, potentially more out there. I think the easy, and I'm making wild, crazy statements at this point, I think the easy decisions are about what you know. The hard decisions are when you start to factor in what you don't know. 
Because two plus two is four, and it's four all day long. Yeah, that goes back to what I talk about. You know, sometimes we go to a scene, I don't know how to land the plane. Exactly. I, I've, I'm basically doing what I think is going to work. Exactly. Right. And never you're landed using, it right and you're here. using your right. judgment. Landed I've never one. seen this the, the right scene terrain, before. Right. I don't know how this works, but I'm going to put this in place and this in place. I'm going to watch how that works. If it's going in the good direction, We're gonna I'm going to keep, doing it. keep yeah. doing it, yeah. maybe do a couple other things. But it's about judgment. It yeah. is. And when to do it and when not to do it. Yeah. You know. That's a good point on judgment, buddy. It's kind of that, uh, what was the OODA loop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. OODA loop. Yeah. yeah. Observe, orient, orient decide, decide, act. act. Yeah. yeah. And then do it all over and again. Do it, all, it never stops. Yeah. 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 Somebody asked me, was like, how, how do you do that? How do you deal with the stress of it? And I'm like, I've never thought about it like that. It, it's just the it's, thing. It's just the thing. Right. I, you know, I always right. go into it knowing there's a good chance I've never seen this before. Well, and I always went to it, and, and it, I shouldn't say I always did. It, I still do. I always go into those decisions always. knowing I'm going to screw this up. At some point, I'm going to make a mistake in this. Well, that's a pretty defeatist way of looking well, at it. No, no. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I, I no. Probably. I, but, I mean, if you when you realize that, it takes off the stress of, if I'm going to make a mistake, I'm going to make a mistake. Yeah. Now it might, I'm hoping it's a small one, but I'm going to make a mistake at some point during this. And I'll just, when it happens, I'm going to admit it and go, well, let's change this because that wasn't the right thing. I'll be honest. I don't, I don't really think about wins or mistakes. I'm, I'm not really thinking about it like that. No, no, but I mean, I'm, you were talking about stress. That's yeah. the thing that takes the stress out of it for me. Well, I mean, I'm not even thinking about stress. I mean, I'm not even anything like that. I, I did have one that I rolled into, and it was a pretty chaotic-looking scene. And I'm walking down thinking, you know, I'm like the third chief to show up. This ain't my problem. I'm going to be, like, sta- uh, staging or something like that. And, and I was kind of laughing. I was like, God, I'm glad I'm not in charge of this one. And literally, he put me in charge as soon as I got down there. And I was like, oh, God. Now i got to come up with something. I've never landed this plane. Yeah, I was like, the street's on fire. Well, I've never seen the street on fire before. <laughs> huh. Well, don't hit me with a well. No, I was, that was a well in my yeah. my mind, not a closing well. But I just I don't know. Have a hard time wrapping my mind around the fact that your judgment is about what you don't know. I don't think it's completely about that. I no, think no, it's I, I think not, it's about yeah. the filtering of what you don't know through what you do know. I, I what I'm saying, I guess, when I yeah. say that is, is that you have to. That's what the judgment piece is. Is that we need you to filter through what you don't, what we do know, through what we don't know, right? And let, then make a decision. Let me ask you this, Bill. How do you get better at judgment? Like, how do you improve judgment? Well. Colin Powell, and I've got to think about this because I, I mess it up every time. He says, good judgment comes from experience, and experience comes, comes from, from bad, bad judgment. judgment. But he asked you what you thought. No, but it's Colin a, Powell. Yeah, because no, no. what I'm doing I do. is, is I think I'm it's experience. Of, I'm thinking think about you're sitting here with an individual that you've seen make bad decisions, right? poor judgment, and you say to this person, I need you to use better judgment. Right. So, And that person turns around and goes, how do I do that? What does that mean? All right. So... I don't, well, I don't know that I can teach you, but I think the biggest thing is being open to realizing, number one, that you're going to make mistakes, acknowledging the mistakes, and then figuring out how not to do that again. We had a fire, and it was in a little, one of those neighborhoods where the houses are on top of one another, and this thing is burning up. There's no putting it out. We are completely defensive, and all we're trying to do is keep the house on the left and the right from catching on fire. You're still going right. to put it out. <laughs> it's going to run out of fuel ahead. eventually. It will, eventually. <laughs> 
So I asked for a master stream on the AD corner, which was not that far. I mean, there wasn't a lot of space between the road and the house. You know what I mean? So the driver of the the engine that I I wanted him to pull it from at the once everything calmed down, he's got something like five hundred feet of hose in this pile at the back of the engine. Now, where I wanted the master stream was less than a hundred feet from his pump panel. And I asked him when I, afterwards I went up to him and I said, how do you think this fire went? And he said, great. I don't think it could have gone better (laughs) at all. Yeah. (laughs) And that's where I'm like, holy crap. Now that's a problem. I don't know what to do about that because you're not willing to even go. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't pull it all off. You know, I mean, he didn't hook it up, but he pulled it off the truck, you know, at one point in his decision-making, he was like, we need all this hose. So I don't know how to teach that. I don't know how to teach that ability to say, I made a mistake and here's where I'm going to learn from it. You know, other than to say personality piece that maybe so. I mean, if I pointed it out to him and I, I'm I'm sure I did. I'm I'm sure you should. I said something about, you know, (laughs) well, maybe we don't need this much hose next time. You know, you were only going over there, but yeah, if if he doesn't, if he's not receptive to that, if he's not going to put that in his experience and move forward, I don't know what to do with that. I don't know. Yeah, it's funny because it brings up something I always talk about, especially for battalion chiefs. The ones that act like they don't have any more to learn, they've got this all figured out, are that's, the ones that scare me. Yeah, that's dangerous. Absolutely. Because I think that that – because there's always going to be the unknown, so just like yeah. you said. And so I think that your judgment has stagnated your level of judgment is going to stagnate because you think you've got it all figured yeah, out until so you can filter it all through whatever you've already gotten. I so have again, I've right. seen everything. There is nothing that's unknown. Right. And I'm always like, I can, I can learn something from the guy's very first day. He's going to have eyes and a perspective on this. I have never thought of, Right. you know, and I'd watch these guys be super arrogant and be like, there's nothing a, a rookie could teach me. Uh, I'm, you're wrong. Right. You know, so I'm always trying to be, have that student outlook on you know, whatever is, I go into. All a student is is somebody that acknowledges that there's stuff they don't know right. and they want to learn it. Right. So again, I go back to Careful. his judgment about more about the unknown. Well, a judgment is definitely a lot more about personality than I thought about. You know, in both ways, and being able to deliver your judgment because your personality may shut it down, and That's being true. able to be receptive to, to it the, because right. you need to have the right personality and mindset already of right. that I need to be a student about this. Right. Luckily, my personality is awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. I'm just kidding. Again, on There's the record, so many that's people not who don't I was talking that. about. <laughs> How many people would be against that? <laughs> well, we did not. I, we didn't come to any conclusion oh, no, in that. Not moment. a bit. Not I a mean, bit. Like, and I mean, like I said, I I did a lot of reading, trying to figure out if there was somebody that had kind of. Hit the magic. Addressed this. I I think for me, the takeaway has got to be the how more piece with intuition and gut equal judgment. It's the judgment piece. That's what we're talking about. Judgment is gut. It's intuition. Well, I'd say judgment is your gut. And he says that's your reading, your personality, your experience. Education. And education. (laughs) Right. I always forget one. I always forget one. But, I mean, again, I think the, the point being is is the whole 
the more that the one you have control over, obviously, is the reading, the the education, the experience, right. maybe the personality, maybe the experience. Uh, well, I, you still have some. Mod- so let's say you're in a very slow department. You could still place yourself in the busiest station in that department. Okay, but what Try. if even that was not very busy? <sighs> and then know. and then you start going. Go well, they class. go get training, but then that's, that's the education. education. Or I know, but and then again. Mm. How important is, if I've only been to four fires in 10 years, there's a lack of experience there. Right. But can I minimize it by knowing that I've only been to four fires and there is this. And you increase these other areas. Well, and and acknowledging there's this whole side of this that I don't know. Yeah. But if you've been to four fires in 10 years and you think, I've I've got got this. You know, <laughs> then yeah, you're you know you know what I mean. But yeah. the lack of experience there, are, I'm sure there are firefighters in the country, possibly listening to us. Two of them, maybe <laughs> of the two. No, but I mean, you know, there are departments where they're just not going to run the calls. So getting that experience is not something they can necessarily control, even at the busiest station of the department. Right. But still acknowledging what you don't know is a piece of that experience. Right. You know, and you minimize the effect of a lack of actual experience by saying, hey, <laughs> I've seen this before, but I haven't seen it enough to say that I know what's going on. Right. So so do you get a pass on your judgment when you mess up? Well, the I'd say the pass on judgment is really more, are you the best person there at that moment to make the judgment? Because if somebody's Versus better qualified, you may not have that choice there. And that, and that's, and I'm okay with that. Well, that's where we get back to. The pass is, is, and this is what I would tell people all the time is, have you done everything to prepare yourself right. to make that judgment? Have yeah. you, you know, and that, that was always my big thing was like, right. You know, what do the Kobayashi Maru, you know, a yeah. no win situation. And I would give them to people and I'd say, and they're like, well, what do you do? I'm like the one you can live with. Yeah. You know, the one that your heart can live with, because that's the judgment. That's really, at and the end of the day, that's what it is. is what that have judgment. you done to get there? Yeah, exactly. And so that's the part, I think, when I say we do give kind of an answer here, is you're always going to have unknowns. There's never going to yeah, be a situation where you can be omnipotent and know every situation. So you can control the development of your judgment through your experience and education right. and reading and all this stuff. So do that it. so that when you make those judgment calls, you feel more confident that you've done everything that you could do right. to prepare yourself to be yeah, in that yeah. spot. Like you said, what you can live with. I did everything I could up to this point. Right. I, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Thanks, Bill. Yes, hey, Bill. Hey, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring to you some really complicated conversations. <laughs> I think that was a pretty fun conversation. Though. Yeah. I, I, well, I'm like, Read As is our tradition, I don't know that we've solved anything. Yeah, oh, read no. Hal Moore, read Colin Powell, read. Read. And again, yeah. I mean. If not read, listen to Audible. Yeah. yeah. There's so many different ways that you can get that information. I think I think you get more retention out of reading and probably yeah. a little bit more depth because you can kind of pause. But and, the convenience. And not, the convenience of the downtime on the commute or no, while you're right. doing a menial task or raking leaves or whatever, listen to a podcast. Is, Absolutely. is really, really awesome. Do it a lot. Like if you're at the gym, just, you know, on the treadmill or on the elliptical, instead of watching a movie or watching TV, you know, listen right. to a podcast or re- listen podcast, to a book. Always murder podcast. Do it always murder yeah, podcast? Yeah, that's the Ted Lasso. <laughs> Remember, Rory? Yeah. Podcast, always murder podcast. Always murder podcast. <laughs> that's when he's getting the massage. Yeah. Yeah. 
We still need to do a whole a whole yeah. thing on Ted Lasso. Oh yeah, yeah. That was such a gym find there. I mean, we just no kidding. I watched I, it that one time. I was like, yeah, wait a minute, you, what is what this show? When, when you asked me whether I'd seen it, and I was like, no, I'm not watching that. Oh yeah, big mistake. Yeah, that show was awesome. <laughs> That's like the best show. At like the house, you're not sure what to, you just if something needs to be on. Man, throw that thing on. It doesn't even matter what episode you throw it on. And it's. When I put it on, my sons will come and sit down and watch, yeah. which is pretty awesome because it Great just draws show. them in. Great show. So, all right. Well, well, well. Combustible is available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon, and everywhere else you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to Combustible to make sure you don't miss out on an episode. Follow us on Facebook so we know how many of you listeners there are out there. And you can check us out online at CombustibleThePodcast.com. As always, we would like to thank the Golden Dogs and True North Records for letting us use their song Saints at the Gates for our theme music. You can find the Golden Dogs music on any streaming platform. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later. Later.